Broadcasting from a radioactive bunker deep inside the Bracket Compound, this is Show Spoilers 28, Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 6, The Series Finale, with a title to be determined. I'm Kevin Brackett, and joining me for one last Game of Thrones discussion, well maybe, but at least yeah. one last episode one review, is Brad Hyen. Hey Brad. Hey Kevin. So, we are living in a post-Game of Thrones world. It's insane, isn't it? Did you look outside? Is are like cars <laughs> crashing and the streets on fire and a I don't know, a rolling tumbleweed set ablaze rolling down the street? Like Is there a horse out there? Is there a horse riding down the street? <laughs> is John Wick on a horse? What is happening Ooh. out there? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, first of all, just to think um so I looked back and I found out when the first time I watched Game of Thrones was and it was just about almost uh I think in june in june it will be eight years so i started watching game of thrones when our mutual friend blake when he told me after season one he said you gotta watch this and i believe he had already read the books i know he's read them and i think he had read them along before that but the season one had ended and he said you gotta watch the show and it just start watching it gets better and better and so that was about a month after the season one finale and uh, I've been watching it ever since, live, since I, I caught up and then was ready for the next season. So eight years, the last eight years, which is, you know, it's about a quarter of my life. Uh, <laughs> it, when you just think back and how much of your life has existed while this show also has, it's kind of weird. How about you? It, I was about to say the same thing. After season one wrapped up and everybody was talking about it, this was not on my radar at all. Um, and uh, some friends were talking about it and I decided to give it a go and haven't looked back. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. So now we are living in a world without Game of Thrones. Now, we know there will be spinoffs. They're already filming a spinoff. There's talks of a couple more, and who knows what will happen. Uh, Hopefully f- a couple more books. Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> I hope so. Please, please finish these books, George, please. I'm so curious to see how they differ, if they differ, and at least in, in, in whether or not they differ, just the detail. I can't wait to get all that you know all that uh, internal monologue and just all sure. all all the extra juicy tidbits but before we go into this episode the final episode of this season and this series uh, let's do our shameless plugs so of course find us on our social media you can follow the show at all the spoilers on twitter you can email us the show spoilers at gmail.com and uh, you can find us online at Facebook, and we don't have a show spoilers page, but we have a real spoilers page, which is the Mothership Podcast. It's where we review the movie of the week. So if you don't listen to that and you found this all on its own for the television stuff that we do, we'd love for you to subscribe and take a listen to real spoilers. We just recorded an episode today on John Wick, and uh, John Wick 3, I should say, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, yeah, we do a new movie every week. It's like a book club, and we go you know, kind of scene by scene like we do with this show, but for movies. So it's the same idea a book club of sorts, but for movies. And uh, you can actually find a discussion group, the League of Show Shares. We've mentioned it every week on here. But if you haven't found it yet, go to Real Spoilers, and you can take a link off of the Real Spoilers page and find the League of Show Shares, or you can just search for that. And that's where we do discussion on movies, film, news, anything entertainment. Uh, and there's been a lot of Game of Thrones discussion there lately with the show going on. So find us there. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And Brad, where can the folks find you? I, you can find me on Twitter at Heineken, H-E-Y-E-N-I-K-I-N, or more active on Facebook in the Real Spoilers group, uh, League of Show Sharers group. All right, excellent. Well, without further ado, so how did this episode line up with our predictions? I'm going to say pretty much not really at all. <laughs> um, we, we threw some stuff out there that uh, 
I think really hit. I I mean the big one, the big one, and yeah, obviously every John. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, you know the outcome. You've watched of the, it, yeah. Obviously, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. John killing Danny. I think that was a that was a no brainer. We definitely threw that out. I joked about Brian being. The I king mean, last I wasn't week. gonna. I, <laughs> I know, and that's the crazy thing. But you and everyone else joked about it too. That mentioned it, sure. and don't take this away from me. I Kevin. know. I mean, technically, but I really wanted it to be Tyrion. I, I really thought. I mean, it, it, they almost teased it. Like it was. It was almost yeah, really there. I mean, for a second. Um, I. But I mean, as far as all the other stuff, as far as I mean, we knew Tyrion would be in trouble, but he did not die. Um. There, there were a lot less deaths than we thought may have occurred. Uh, Arya, yeah, alive and well, mm-hmm. great escape. That, the uh, old, gr- yeah, the escape. you know that we uh, talked about last week whether or not we should give the writers credit for mm. thinking that maybe there was some kind of personification of death there. But nope, no, she just kind of rode off on that yeah. horse. That she didn't continue because you know she she didn't continue to kill Danny. She didn't continue to say she was going to lead a life of killing or death. I mean, that all was just. What was it? <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, I'm not sure really how I feel about that yet. Uh-huh. Like I still love Arya to death, and we said at the beginning of this uh, this season on this podcast that I, as much as I love her, I think that maybe you know for a shock value or you know or at least in some way that they would dispose of her this season. But yeah. uh, she had a really big moment, and then just kind of you know drifted off into. <laughs> literally drifted off on on, on a boat yeah. like the end of season four <laughs> heading towards america i guess going yeah. west i mean that's <laughs> i i mean you know it's like because this show takes place around the 1400s it's supposed to be uh, around medieval times and they're in ireland england area and she headed west to westeros so she's i mean that's where she's heading is north america so i don't know what i mean could I, I would they even <laughs> try to have some sort of a North American Game of Thrones, and it's the, like the Descendants or what happens after Ugh. Arya, you know, and, and her crew settled in North America? I, I can't even. Think I know, about that I right know, now. I know. But so they set that up. So yeah, she's not dead. She's alive and well. She's sailing west to a lot of people's predictions, but I didn't. I really thought that because of the of our choices of who could possibly be on thr- the throne. And if right. it was going to be a Stark, and it it doesn't seem like Arya's gig, so if she lived, nope. I never would have thought I mean, Arya's not going to be on this, the throne. John doesn't want it. We knew that. Okay, so it went to Sansa. If there was an Iron Throne, we thought maybe there wouldn't be. But if there was an Iron Throne, Sansa. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I, of all Brand. the Starks, the broken <laughs> Bran, who has repeatedly said he is no longer Brandon Stark, is Brandon it's Stark like this he's episode? He's been plotting this the whole time, like. If you think about like all the steps that he put in the motion, like he gave Arya the knife for um, assuming that we, he knew the outcome, like he was going to kill the Night King, or mm-hmm. but and and uh, telling John about his heritage and the importance of like Sam telling John, you know, we have to tell John. Like it's you got to wonder what like how much of this was leading to. A, I mean, I guess his overall goal was to make a better world. I, I really don't know what's going on inside his head. The show didn't explore it enough. It didn't, but here's the deal. He's the three-eyed raven. He is supposed to record all of history. That's his job now. He took on the role of the three-eyed raven. The old guy died. He they, he passed the mantle. Who's recording the history? He's Now he's the king. Are you, I mean, I just I think that's a little yeah. odd that he would repeatedly i mean and, and again we can go into this later in a future episode when sure. we wrap things up but my initial thoughts were 
you're not Brandon Stark. You've told everybody you are not Brandon Stark. And now this episode, conveniently, right. you are Brandon Stark again. And you're ready. I, it right. just, it was. I mean, he's brand to everybody else, but like he's trying to tell them he's not. So it, it's, it's, yeah, it's a weird. It's mine. It was just mine. I said it as a joke. And then when Tyrion Star is talking about, about stories and i'm like oh god right this is this might have this might be what i was joking yeah about. it was it was surprising so uh bran on the throne winterfell is an independent kingdom so well north entirely yeah gotcha yeah the north but, yeah so but uh winterfell's the capital yeah, sansa, I guess. years ago i saw a picture of sansa photoshopped on kate blanchett in one of the uh elizabeth movies yeah and and somebody was talking about queen of the north and people thought it was like you know is this real oh, like, no goodness. no it's photoshop and all that stuff but ever since that and this is like season two or three right, and i've had it in my head like i could see that happening especially with the journey she went on and i held to it i like and was so happy to see that at the end i the like episode. that a lot better than her being queen because she's just yeah. not fit to be queen i she's found a nice little place in the north and they they've I mean, by what they've shown us in these recent episodes by, oh, you're so good. And then last season or whatever, rationing the food and this and that they've, they've set her up as a competent ruler and a kind person and, and, and wanting to do what's best for her people. I really like that. But queen of the whole realm, like, I just, I don't think that she's anywhere near fit to do that. I mean, I, I would with more substance, maybe like if we had longer last two seasons, maybe but like we in all actuality we didn't get a whole lot of like sansa i don't know i mean i guess we did got her through most of the season but i yeah i i guess i kind of agree with that i i never pictured her on the iron throne anyway but i know a lot of people were putting a lot of weight into the idea that it could be her because of the journey but i've i've only ever seen her as the queen of the yeah North. but it, it just looked like they were setting yeah. that up because again who were who were our options we were running out of options at this point <laughs> you like when her uncle stepped up and oh was getting gosh. ready to name himself that, everyone says <laughs> i was Sit not down. ready for a comedic beat there after after the death of danny and then and then Tyrion waking up and going to that trial or to that i guess console mm-hmm. like and then he came up and sansa just goes sit down uncle <laughs> i got a laugh out of both of us like i was not expecting it to switch, you know, tone there, and from that dramatic moment, that tragic moment. To, I mean, the even comedy. even Sam was like, "Yeah, sit down." Yeah, like of all people, <laughs> Sam is the biggest goofball of all, and he's just like, "Yeah, no." Uh, so, and then the, I mean, the last real big plot point is that uh, John, it, he was locked up, and obviously a lot of time had passed when they were making these decisions of who would be king, and. Uh, Bran told Tyrion that he was going to make him the hand of the king and uh as as Tyrion saying he doesn't deserve it and Bran says well yeah this is your punishment you're going to right all your wrongs and uh yeah. help make the world better and then what is to become of Jon Grey Worm and the Unsullied want him dead and all the people who supported Daenerys want him dead for killing the queen and then of course all the Starks want him free and the people of Winterfell want him back uh and so their compromise I and I just could not help but to laugh. They sent him back to the Night's Watch. I could not believe which I didn't even think existed or needs to exist mm-hmm. anymore. But I think that it's just a. I don't want to say it's a front. I mean, maybe they they have a life there as the Night's Watch. But like being that the the free folk are 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 free now. You know, like um, they're not a threat to to Westeros and then the Night King and the and the dead army is dead. Like there's not really anything to watch over with the wall. So. Right. Like, I took it as him just, you know, going north and, and living his life out like we talked about. 
Yeah, but well, I mean, it, they it like they a, had their cake like and ate it false... too. It it that's yeah. that's the problem is that I mean they set it up as oh there will always be broken men that need a place to go and they're setting it up like well there's still a purpose for the night's watch and and the thing is they yeah. don't know what threats will come i a, a magical sure. ice king came and conquered the world because <laughs> some kids in a forest shoved a, a magic ice crystal through his sure. chest you know what i mean like no one predicted yeah. that would happen so in this world it's possible that another threat would come because just like sure. that was created so you know and i'm simplifying it but it's just still i i feel like they really were or are having a night's watch again or, or planning to. And so John goes there and it looks like he's going to be Lord commander. Cause he gets all dressed up and he goes and looks over all the people and he's standing up there because at first I'm like, Oh, is he just a soldier who's Lord commander? And I'm waiting. And then he right. walks in and Tormund's there. And I'm like, Oh my God, is somehow the free folk are part of the night's watch since everyone else is dead. And Tormund is the Lord commander of the night's watch. And then the <laughs> next scene is John going out with all the free folk, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's walking them out. Okay, like, they, they are ready to go back to their real home. And then the last yep. shot of the entire series is John on his horse riding out to the forest, going north with the free folk. So yeah. he, uh, to the best of my understanding of that scene, is that he left the Night's Watch and is going to live north with them just like everyone else kind of predicted he would do just bypassing that small detail that he was sentenced to go live at and be a part of the night's watch. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really know how to take it. Like when they said that he was going up there, I thought it was like a, a fake punishment, you know, to please the unsullied and, you know, and then the, the Starks will know, like he tells Arya, you can come see me anytime before we find out Arya's intentions to, to go West. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm still yeah, processing. Right. It really yeah. Is. We just watched it. I mean, as you guys know, other than last week, because of our delayed recording, we record these right after the episode. So we haven't had time to really think about it, talk about it, haven't read anything about it. It's just, we're, this is what we just saw. So surely we'll watch the episode again. We'll think about it and discuss it, but that's our initial reaction. So it's kind of hard to, how to, how to actually interpret that without a little bit more thinking and watching because it's, you know, we're going to have to see who was there, you know, who, who were all the people there? Read his body language a little more. But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if you get sent to the Night's Watch and you desert, I mean, just like Mance Raider before him, the King of the Wildlings was part of the Night's Watch. And then he left and became the King of the Free Folk. And so he, anybody that leaves the Night's Watch is sentenced to death. I mean, that's the one of the first scenes of the first episode in the series is the yep, kid that ran away later. from the Night's Watch. And yep. he was beheaded by Ned Stark. So... I'm just thinking, okay, John did this to appease people. He didn't get killed. He didn't get freed. He's sent there, and now he's just leaving. I'm like, I, I thought that was a really weird move, given his sure. sentence. If he chose to just go up north, that's one thing. But you know what I mean? Given his sentence to life ser- servitude at the Night's Watch, just leaving right after getting there, I thought, okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're on a mission. Maybe they're on a scouting mission. Maybe they're expanding what the Night's Watch does. Maybe they're making a base further north. I mean, again, this is probably just open to interpretation, but I just found it odd and, of course, we were left with one episode to wrap all this up so they couldn't elaborate sure. as much as maybe you know we would hope to, but uh, yeah, that's how I took it, and I think it's kind of just open, as as you've said, so... Uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like with the spinoffs, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The uh, the spinoffs that we know are coming and don't know have don't have very many details about what's going to be what. 
Um, I've heard rumors about them diving into the history of the dead, like the Night King and stuff, maybe getting our answers there. I think maybe you're the one that told me that. Uh, that is um, the the confirmed show that is shooting now. Okay. It's called The wow. Children. Okay. It's about the Children of the Forest, and it's at 5,000 okay. years earlier. So that you, one can only imagine that's going to go into the origin of the Night King and why they I would I would almost guess that it maybe even at the end of that series that series would end with them creating the Night King right it's so then we yeah. would understand why they did it and who they were and all that stuff and sure. who the who the Night yeah. King was before yeah what I was where I was going with that was the fact that I mean as you were saying it I feel like this ending left some storylines open like what Arya discovers out west what John's going to do up north and uh, or further north of the wall and uh, and how you know King's Landing and all that gets rebuilt with with Bran in charge and and uh, you know the new the new console of of who was it, it was Tyrion and Bronn and and uh, Davos and Brienne and and Sam like I feel like there's a lot more they could give us in in, in like a ten episode spinoff season or something you know of of uh, just another kind of sub story of the game of thrones jeez world. you know what when Tyrion said goodbye to john he said ask me again in 10 years 10 years what if we right? get a 10 year later season sure. not next year not not two years from no, now no. five yeah. years six years i mean what if in the future they decide to do that 10 years and that was setting up for that it'd be crazy yeah and that's something that they could i mean part of the what was it's been great about this series is that every I don't want to say every, um, being generous there, but almost every line of dialogue is significant in, in some way, or it gets called back to, or or means something that foreshadowing or, or anything. But you know, bringing attention to that line about the you know knowing that they're spinoffs and not knowing what uh, what they're going to be, and that line in particular makes you think. You know, the characters. There's no young characters anymore, really. That you don't have to worry about them growing old. Sure. Speaking of juicy, Robin Aaron, little, uh, I know, Robin Aaron, like, yeah, like <laughs> how grown tall, up. how big yeah, he is now. It's weird, but uh, yeah, with the cast like fully grown now, um, it's very possible that they can come back to this world and tell another story of in, within it. Were you kind of hoping for some kind of um, allude, alluding to Brienne being pregnant? I was waiting for it. Um, I didn't think about it. No, but you know, it. it I don't know what it would have done for me differently or how I would have felt differently about it. I really liked her scene and writing Jamie's mm -hmm. Jamie's uh you know the rest of his life what what happened making him honorable for his, for his history. Yeah. Because you know but, he's in uh, there as the king slayer and all that and and uh Bran sure. had a nice little moment filling out the night uh the night book of all the knights and and he died yeah. protecting his queen. Yeah, that was the, that was the most significant line that we got to see but she wrote a lot of stuff there and there's some other things that she wrote about uh, I didn't. I didn't write any of it down. But there were, there was something about the Night King, or like fighting for the Night King. Sure, and, and, she made him look and, uh, pretty good. Being freed by Catelyn Stark, and you know, just all this nice stuff that you know. I'm sure there'll be freeze frames that we'll see on Reddit and, oh, in the coming yeah. days of of what was said. But that and, was the most important line really to leave it on. It's yeah, just for sure. That yeah, his yeah. last thing wasn't he deserted us or he betrayed me or anything like that. It was right. he died protecting his queen and so it was a really sure. nice uh moment um so yeah so those are the main things that happen um and i guess if we want to go and, and dive a little deeper in we can start at the beginning and there's i think yeah. pretty much three maybe four major scenes so uh we have the yeah. aftermath of the the battle at king's landing and all the destruction 
which leads into the John killing Danny that we talked about. Um, and that scene with uh, the outcome of the Iron Throne, that was a pretty surprising outcome. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was rumored. People thought that the dragon would melt it. Um, I didn't know in what situation he would do that, considering that Danny captured and, you know, and um, so the way that it played out with uh, John killing Danny um, and Drogon, you know, feeling it, you know, he, you can hear him, you know, roaring, you know, stirring up after it happened. Was that was that Drogon finally... the dramatic dragon? <laughs> yes, Drogon the dramatic dragon. I mean, he he really lived up to his name. Uh, this this yeah. episode, I mean, if he thought he was dramatic last episode, whew. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, it moves forward. And then uh, the uh, election or, or nomination or however you want to call it, uh, choosing of the king, which we pretty much went into depth about. But I think that was the other main significant one. And, it was nice to see somebody from Dorne again since their whole. Well, the like, new. Yeah. The new Prince of Dorne has our support or whatever line. We didn't even get his name. Yeah. You know, it was just a guy in gold sitting there and was like, it just makes you think how much different it would be if they actually cared about Dorne throughout this right right and then uh you know and then the uh really the final thing is what happens to all the Starks and we get a little montage with everyone doing their thing and we already said what they were but I think I think uh the what happens to the Starks and then right before that like you said the table uh and we can get into who they all are but the the new the new king of Westeros and who all of his people are at the table so, uh, yeah. starting at the beginning, Brad, why don't you just, uh, start us off? And again, we don't really need to go into detail, but, uh, Tyrion ro- walking through the wreckage through of the King's ash. Landing. Yeah. That was a really bleak scene of, of him. Like it's quiet and he's, you know, he's in shock of what happened because he has all of his cards on the table with, with being loyal to Danny, but knowing, you know, what just happened, he's, uh, you know, pretty, upset about this and especially the fact that he knows that now he's going to be in trouble with her for freeing her brother freeing his brother but uh yeah he's walking through the ash the people there's some people behind him uh john and 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 uh some northmen but um what was really gripping um or at least unsettling was like a charred body that start that was walking you know a guy who's just all beat up he was down to nothing but like a like a loincloth and and walking past them just not saying a word and just empty-headed you know like what just happened it was yeah the the look he gave him and john gave him as they as he walked by was just oh my god with the, the monstrosity that happened yeah there. he's i mean he pretty much was the walking dead he just he's still alive but just barely hanging on there and so Tyrion yeah. says that he wants to go down he's going to find his brother and sister and he says he wants to go alone yeah. so he goes down to where all the destruction is, where we saw Jamie, uh, Jamie and Cersei in their last moments, and he climbs atop a little hole where at the top of all the, uh, the the doorway that was blocked that they couldn't get out of, and he starts he sees his he starts uncovering uh, Jamie and Cersei, and a uh, really emotional breakdown for him. Sure, and Peter Dinklage has been amazing throughout this whole series between his trial and season four, I think, and and the the dialogue he'll have with John later on after he's imprisoned but uh yeah th- just a gripping scene for for uh Peter there for Tyrion yeah he's great um, he's great so they did die i'm i am really happy about that 
when he was going down there, <laughs> I was really thinking they might be setting it up and he sees the hand. I'm like, oh, please don't move. Please don't. I mean, because I, I was thinking, okay, yeah. how happy of an ending are we going to get? And I feel like we got a pretty happy ending by Game of Thrones standards for this whole ordeal. But I'm like, oh, please do not have Jamie be alive. Like that would undermine the entire moment yeah. that he came back to die with Cersei. And then obviously. 100%. Obviously, if he survives and they give him medical attention and then he can be with Brienne or something, I just please do not do that. Just no. No. If that happened, I I would have probably turned the table <laughs> on, on my feelings about the episode. Like, I know there's a, it's really divisive right now, just judging by my Facebook post. But uh, I haven't. Yeah, we'll, we'll get I, into I haven't looked into it, but I just am going to say after watching this episode, this is going to set the Internet on fire the way they yeah. ended this oh, series. Yeah. Just this whole you just judging by this whole season how everybody's reacted and the immediate reactions in our Facebook group uh, or Matt's Facebook group of anybody else disappointed anybody else think it's the worst thing ever this makes Lost look like a masterpiece that was one of my friends that said that mm-hmm. and I was like oh, we just have to I mean I get it people aren't allowed to be disappointed I mean of all the ways that they could end of this series like the. the, the the way that they wrapped it up so neatly with everyone getting their nice little position and this, that, and the other, like, I just, it, it's so, it feels so not Game of Thrones. And it's like, like, yeah. again, for Game of Thrones, this was more of a happy ending than I ever could have predicted the show. Like, I thought it was going to end in tragedy and John kills Danny, but Danny died, or I'm sorry, but John dies either in the process or Drogon does kill him. I mean, I'm thinking this is going to end really tragically, but. Tyrion's alive and all the Starks are alive still and you know it's like everyone got their little happy ending and so it it just as soon as it ended and I saw that wrap up like that I'm like oh my god people are going to despise this episode and uh so it's it's just it's it's going to be interesting I haven't again read the reactions yet but I just know that uh the people that already didn't like this season if you didn't like the first five episodes this episode is is gonna drive you mad yeah, for sure. So, uh, uh, moving forward, yeah. I guess. So uh, there was an incident with John and Grey Worm before uh, before we get to the uh, the the big speech by Danny. I think we find out. Great. I think this is telling that Danny did tell tell Grey Worm to murder anyone and everyone. I I yeah. I don't think that she ever was. I mean, I'm not saying that she couldn't have decided, but with him knowing all that, and I don't think he's talked to her since all the the madness. Uh, I I just I think that little nod to Grey Worm, like I was alluding to last episode, I think it was. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this. You know what you have to do. I don't think it was. Yeah, if the bells ring, let everyone be free. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure they knew what they were getting into when they when they got there. Yeah, it's it's very well possible. Um, yeah, he's he's in the streets uh, executing any Lannister men that they find. There's, I think, four or five of them on their knees there, and he sentences them to die. And John tries to stop it, but uh, John's not the one that gives Grey Worm command. So uh, I think Tyrion is there, or maybe da- Davos is there, and convinces John, "Let it go. We'll go talk to the." Yeah, Queen there's they're and, surrounded by Unsullied. There's yeah. nothing they can do. But we yeah. see because as soon as John touches Grey Worm, all the other Unsullied put out their spears. Sure. Like, don't even think about yeah, it. and Grey Worm is just—he is—he's a cold-blooded killer back to his unsullied roots, like we talked about last episode. And he's—he's he's yeah. carrying out the orders he says uh, of the Queen. Anyone that uh, you know defied her, anyone that uh, fought for the Lannisters uh, to take him out. And so as John walks away, you see him slitting throats in the background, and yep. 
and then we get to uh the big staircase at the at the red keep and uh um we get a really really cool shot of drogon flying over everybody and then they land it lands he lands at the end of the stairs and as danny's walking toward the stairs drogon flies straight up so it looks like she's got the dragon yeah it was uh it was cool imagery i thought that was a beautiful yeah oh it's impossible to miss it was really neat the way they did that um but but danny goes out and uh john walks up the stairs and just walks past her there's no words exchanged and and she comes out and and gives her big victory speech yep Big victory speech, um, and she's she's a straight she, up uh, conqueror. It's just just like we talked yeah, about, sure. and it's uh, she she you know says that the Dothraki did what they said they would do, the Unsullied did what they said they would do, and we are going to go and basically basically says we're not stopping here. We are going to go and free every man, woman, and child from the tyranny. I mean, every, and everything she said was so hypocritical after what she just did. Uh, she doesn't yep. know how ridiculous she sounds, but I mean, you know, for her to say that she's going to go free people. And I think she even says, like we freed the people of King's Landing, like yeah. we freed the people yeah. of King's Landing. She freed them because they are dead. Like she right. freed them for life. And uh, but yeah, she says, we're not stopping here. We're going to we're going to go to every other. And she names off all the other, you know, areas and. And uh, and then we see Tyrion walk out, kind of walk out of the shadows. And at this point, I'm like, who knows what this guy is going to do at this point? Yeah, she he walks up from from behind, I believe, and and stands next to her, and she just kind of looks over at him, knowing like this is after she named uh, Grey Worm the the Master of mm-hmm. War, and uh, she looks over at Tyrion after her speech is over and says, uh, "You freed your brother, and that was treasonous." And he basically said, "You." slaughtered an entire city and and threw down his hand of the king or hand of the queen excuse me uh pinned down the yeah. stairs and uh he is she says to take him away and uh which is a better punishment than most people get when they betray the queen uh, <laughs> kidding, right? i thought that was kind of interesting <laughs> everyone else that betrays her doesn't bend the knee whatever uh get you know marched in front of drogon who was standing right you know to her side and i thought well Surely they're marching him to that open field, you know, or what? What is now an open, right. you know, spot where the castle has been destroyed, and he's going to burn him right there. But no, they actually put him in prison. Eh. It's weird that she showed hesitation with him, like like you said, like the Tarleys didn't didn't. Uh, she gave him a chance; they didn't do it. She burned him, and then Varys, like he betrayed her too. They marched and, him right I mean, up I from his marched him right up to Drogon. Yeah, Drogon, I, I, I don't think it makes sense. I th- again, I mean, if she would have taken care of him like she took care of everyone else, Tyrion would be dead. I don't. I wonder if it's because John told because they have a conversation. Well, no, because we're getting ahead of ourselves. But, yeah, I just uh, I think it's yeah. Just, she says to take it away, and then John tries to beg for his life. Yeah. Um, in just a few scenes or the next. Yeah, next and scene. she but she you know she but. says no. She wasn't planning on doing anything differently. So yeah, just really interesting. I don't know why she would take a prisoner when everyone else gets their throats slit and everyone else that betrays her gets burnt up. But Tyrion goes to jail, which can be I mean you know like a Bond villain that that locks someone up and then walks away. I mean you know not you know what I mean. It's like she put him in prison, you know, but he's a main character and. And it all works out for him, just like you said it would in the end. Uh, that he's gotten out of everything else. So, yeah, and that's that's why I was leading to him being on the Iron Throne. Is that he just this whole journey for him? I mean, hand is close enough because you're doing all the work to <laughs> to you know build the kingdom basically with with your console. But 
but uh, I thought that was especially one of the stories earlier this year or last year was Tyrion Peter Dinklage correctly identified what Tyrion's fate was going to be so I, I'm thinking about it now like oh I predict I'm going to be handed the king at the end of the series well you're already handed the queen yeah like <laughs> I, I don't know what the meaning of that story was other than being clicked huh, right now interesting but, a uh, special update yeah. really quickly. Uh, the episode name is The Iron Throne. Interesting. Okay. Well, fitting. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> For the half of the episode yeah. that it existed. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it does sum up the entire series, though. And it is, it you know, and... Uh, what is to come of it is is very important, and what it means for the rest of you know the se- or the rest the future that we see in this episode and going forward. So, uh, but yeah, so Tyrion's in jail, and and now uh, this next scene is their A very long one. Uh, this is yeah. the final scene though in this timeline before we jump ahead though, and this is uh, John go walks. Oh no, we have a big scene with John and Tyrion. First. Oh, John and Tyrion. Oh, the jail scene. Oh, yeah. I forgot those. John Tyrion convinces the one that him. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. John, that this is what you have. Yeah. To so, do. I'm, but that's that's basically it, I, and I don't think we need to go at length yeah, about it. We but, don't have to go through it. There's some good yeah. quotes in there. Um, he, he John goes back and quotes Maester Aemon from uh, the Night's Watch way way long ago about love is the death of duty and. And Peter, or I keep saying Peter now because Peter Dinklage is on my Tyrion's impressed by it, thinking John came up with it on his own. But uh, Tyrion counters it by saying, uh, "Sometimes duty is the death of love," yeah. and you know he's he knows what you what John needs to do, and he's trying to convince John to do it because he knows how honorable and do the right thing. Like his mentality is to do the right thing, and, and you know this is going to be the hardest thing you ever have to do, but it's the right thing. You've seen what she's become. Yeah, and, it's a really good scene. And, that and leads it, to the big throne room Yeah, scene. it's a really good yeah. scene. So uh, Tyrion plants all the seeds there and basically says that, you know, that it, how many more people is she going to, to kill? And, you know, this is what is best for people. I mean, you've done all this to save people and, uh, you know, it's it's yeah. it's the only real option here and he pleads with him and and uh, John ends up leaving and he he marches up to the to the throne room and uh, Drogon yep. it has been snowing we should say so it actually yeah. does line up with Daenerys vision we were like oh it wasn't snow it was ash but oh it was oh, really ash, snow yeah. but i guess they kind of manipulated it but they actually did end up making it snow after all the ash so it you know and i guess it works out in all ways uh but uh it's pretty funny when when all of a sudden this mound of snow wakes up and it's drogon that was sleeping yeah. <laughs> uh basically her guard dog outside of the throne room and uh he gives john a quick sniff and goes back to sleep because of course you know john's good good people he's targaryen and all and uh, yep. this is uh, Danny's first time. I mean, I-, I thought this was really neat because Danny, since season one, has been trying to get to this throne. Everything she's done is for this throne and what it symbolizes. And here she is face to face with it and she touches it. She never, ever sits in the darn thing. Nope. Just a it was touch before John steps in and talks. Very to fitting. Her. Very fitting. Uh, I thought that was interesting. It looked like she was almost going to try it out, but a uh, really good shot of John coming in the doorway out from the shadows. And right when she's, uh, you know, she's celebrating and wants to talk about the throne and how she visioned it as a little girl and all that stuff, John immediately goes into what she did and, uh, you know, talks to her about how this isn't right. Yeah, um, she. He wants the one of the first things he brings up is you got to forgive Tyrion. He's like, she's like, I don't have to do that. I think her quote was something about we can't can't uh, hide behind small right. mercies. And John's trying to convince her, well, we have to build this world around mercy because 
you know, what you just did was <laughs> not merciful at and all. And she, uh, but, just uh, like anyone that uh, believes that they are not the villain, they're the hero, and they're the hero of their own stories, she says that uh, it's going to be good. The future's going to be good, and she... I know yeah. what's good, and is she, what she says, and I was like, "That's a that's a yeah." Thing and say, and she says, <laughs> she says that uh, you know it's going to be good. And and when John asks about what about other people who think they know what's good, and she basically tells them that's not up to them to decide. So she's going to be deciding right. what's good, and it will be good. And that's the final final word about it. Final word about it. They embrace. She says, "Let's break the wheel together." And uh, I mean, it's a really emotional scene. They're holding each other, and you hear. And it's it's. Well, he says you always. He says you'll you know, yeah. you're you're my queen you're like now and queen, forever now or and something always. like that. I mean, yep. yeah. And you hear the you hear the the sword, you know. It's a scene that you've seen before where you know the cameras on the faces and then you hear like the the stab, but you don't know who it was. But it turns out you know as they back away, the camera pans out a little bit and they back away from one another. That Danny's got. Uh, it's not Longclaw, but one of his smaller like daggers through through her chest, and he did it. I was like, I can't believe he actually yeah. did it, and I I liked it, and I didn't know how it was. Yeah, I thought it was really beautiful. Yeah, it was done. really it was really well done because it was quiet, it was emotional. It it, it uh, after everything they've been through in their relationship, you know, she could have gone out. You know, Tyrion could have killed her in some surprise attack really quick, which of course he would immediately die. But it could have been something like that, or it could have been Arya, or it could have been all these different things. But like we said, uh, like we predicted, and thought it it, it had, had to be John. But also the way he does it. I mean, he didn't swing yeah. his sword and cut her head off. It you know he no, it was out of love. Like it was like he was torn. He, he truly they truly loved one another. But like he knew this like she could not rule like this was not the way that it yeah. should be it was a t- I, maybe he f- it was but. a tough decision he he made the decision yeah, for the good of of all mankind he didn't do it just out of uh selfishness it wasn't selfish in yeah. any way no not at all so yeah it was good i was i was yeah, i was it, on board i'm like wow i'm like i really like how it was handled it was quiet it was meaningful I liked it. I'm like, that was cool. I didn't know what to expect, and I really did think it was going to be some kind of big... I didn't know what to expect after. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when we hear Drogon crying, and start, you start hearing his wings whooshing, and you know he's coming up there, and at one point he he uh, he sniffs Johnny, and I think the subtitle said growls angrily <laughs> or something. I'm like, oh, boy, it's about to go down here, and he, he breathes that. And I, the only thing going through my head was the first episode of the season where he gives John an intense yeah. look. And I'm like, I feel like when this happened, like we predicted that, like the question was what would happen with Drogon. I was like, well, I think he understands John's lineage and, and would probably, you know, submit to John, but cause he's, John's even ridden him, sure. you know, but he, uh, he, you know, start crying and roaring and, and like a, a, a wailing roar that we haven't really heard before. It was a really well, all, like, also one. after nudging Danny's dead body, like, wake up, mom, wake oh, up. I want to play. Or, you know, it was, it was yeah. like a child not understanding it's like Simba and Mufasa. Yeah, it was. It, it, yeah. Oh. So they, they did all that. And then right when you think, so what I thought in the moment was that he was going to light John up and John would survive showing that his Targaryen heritage would allow him to survive in fire. But, uh, Drogon doesn't aim for John. No, he uh, he shoots around the Iron Throne at first, and I thought it was going to be a tease, like maybe he was just shooting fire out of sure. anger, but but because he, he wasn't hitting the throne yet, and a lot of people thought, or I don't want to say a lot of people, but I've read multiple theories online that the Iron Throne, the dragon was going to mm-hmm. melt it down, but I never understood the context unless 
it was in this very moment, like what they showed us, which makes perfect sense is out of just anger of, and, and sorrow of his, uh, his mother dying. He, he melts the iron throne down to nothing. Yeah, I, he melts a ramp for, for brand to go up. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I, I like I like the symbolism. Uh, I mean, obviously with everything they've been through and, and with what we're getting to, I, I like the idea of there being no Iron Throne just because of what it represents and the cruelty that's been attached to it. I totally get there being no Iron Throne. I think it's a little bit silly. I think Draugon's comprehension of what's going on in the world is a little silly. The fact that he would be angry about his mom dying and melt a throne, that he has no idea what it is. And if he does, I think that's silly. So, I mean, it's a cool scene, yeah. but I, I think it's a little bit much. I, I, I just think it's silly, but... I, I like the idea behind the throne being gone for sure. Sure. Yeah. I thought it got a little cutesy when it got to the console coming up in the next scene. When Tyrion Oh, I think, I think everything where, after the scene's ridiculous and laughable. I, yeah, I think where, this entire, where Sam suggests that the entire, like, com, like everybody vote on it. I'm like, Oh wow. This, this is guy, really, like, I really laughed like, out loud so many times during this episode. Yeah. When Sam, when the guy stood up to, to nominate himself. And he himself, invented like, democracy. Everybody vote. And, and at first yeah, I'm like, and, oh, and, my God. If this show ends yeah, on an everybody happy day, we invented democracy. I'm like, then not only would yeah. the internet have it, I'm like, that, please don't. Oh, and when yeah. they told him to sit down, I'm I was glad. so happy. Yeah, I'm glad. The, I think it was the errands or somebody started like laughing uncontrollably about the idea of of everybody voting instead of yeah. the lords and ladies all and, the lord yeah the robin and, aaron and the the other guy that's the the head there that you yeah. know that i don't know but again it felt so out of out of tone of the episode with because it was it was kind of a really comedic scene even from the lines of dialogue that bran had when he was nominated he's like why do you think I came all this way? And I was like, <sighs> honestly, and seriously, again, like all the stuff leading up to it, the death scene with Danny and John, I really enjoyed it. And then it got so cheesy. And that's why I said the internet's going to eat this episode alive because it was like a bad lifetime movie or something. It got so bad. It's just, yeah, it's, I, it, uh... it's, it's so weird to end all, the 73rd episode of game of Thrones to end like this. I mean, all the stuff after the John kills Danny. I mean, Tyrion's speech was great. Don't get me wrong with that. But I mean, yeah, yeah. like I said, Peter Dinklage, like every yeah. one of his monologues, like he is fantastic. Why he doesn't have an Emmy for any yeah. of these roles or any of these seasons is. Yeah, know, his delivery and everything was great. But the whole just the whole idea of it, I mean, is as far as the, you know, electing Bran and then everyone like all those lords would really be on board with that. So I, I don't know. It just, it just felt so weird. If it's, it was such a strange episode from here on out yeah. that I just, Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still processing it, I but get, it, 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 yeah, I get, the it did not feel like game of Thrones. That. It felt very bizarre. It, yeah. it, it's sure. I, I think it's just too happy of an ending. I, I would be willing to put money on that. George R. R. Martin does not end the books like this. There's just no, no way no. this this tied up happy ending for everybody, and that the brand the brand the broken becomes the king who who said he wasn't even brand, and he's you know I just I I think it was too cutesy. I think they they were scared yeah. to end it in a way where they thought they'd make people mad if they ended it in a in a ballsy way, right? But I think they're gonna end up making a lot of people mad because it was too safe and too cute. Yeah, they gave. I mean, it seemed like everything after the John and Danny scene, regardless of it being kind of predictable, um, well, for the most part, a lot of people assumed as much. But uh, 
there was just so it's much. It's a happy ending. That, it, 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 that's what it yeah, is. Like it all everything is between John and Ghost being reunited. Which, by the way, we saw so little of Ghost this season. When did he lose his ear? Oh, did I see that happen. Or was that just you're a supposed thing to have noticed it when he sent him out? So he lost it in the Battle of Winter. Well, what is it, the Long Night? He lost it in the Long Night. Okay. And uh, when he sent him away, he was missing an ear. But again, you you saw one shot okay, of him, and if he didn't it. catch it, yeah, but exactly. you're supposed to have picked up because I noticed it then and then you know you didn't think about okay. it again but yeah yeah it, it really it was fan service uh and and the the song of ice and fire uh, book, like i didn't actually think that was going to be that was that's been something people have thrown around forever which is why i tweeted yeah. it out to to neglia the other day as, as, a, as a possible ending and some people but, really love that because you know, i i've heard and they threw that in there and just just throw it in, like really like it it, it was something that I expected, but then be, when they did it, I was like, I wish yeah, they hadn't it's, done it. Yeah, it. like, it's just was... cheap. I, I think everything that we saw, because the first half of the episode started out so good, and it was so dramatic, yeah. and and I really, again, liked the way the whole John and Danny thing went down. It was just this poetic, tragic justice sort of thing, and um, and, and when they tied it all up together and did the winks and nods, and, and you know, I thought some of the stuff with, uh, you know, Braun and Davos, sure, it was funny. It was very joking. Yeah, Braun, I thought they were going to just forget about him entirely until that last scene. Can you, I could not believe that the Lord of Highgarden came back. Yeah, like, I was like, I was thinking in the final 20 minutes, so like when Brienne's writing the book and all that stuff, and I'm like, I bet. I bet, and the internet's going to love this, is that they forgot about Braun's storyline. Like they, because he he didn't show back up. He wasn't there at the console with electing that, the king and all that weird, stuff. That's because he would have been one of the major lords from one of the you know one of the major houses. Well, and to be yeah. fair, only Tyrion knew about their arrangement, so maybe Tyrion needed to be handed to the king first to elect him. That's, so so that's, that's fair. fair. Okay, so you know again we we just watched the episode, so we got to think through this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it 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 just it's still soaking in, and I I want to give it a couple days, and I want to talk about it, I want to read about it, I want to think about it. But my initial reaction was just everything after John and Danny. It just felt too cute. It was too. It, it was yep. just too happy of an ending, and and we love these characters, and we want happy endings for good guys and all that, but. It's just Game of Thrones has taught us that not everyone gets a happy ending, and and that's what life is. And so to tie it up so neatly, it feels inauthentic to the series. It doesn't, you know what I mean? This was not ever. Remember what whatever happened to Ramsay? And you know, if you think the story has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention because it does have a happy ending. I think, yeah, for 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 the Starks, I guess I I think maybe in alluding to the series overall with that line, uh, a lot of people were behind Danny for seven and a half seasons. So like, sure. You could say the Danny story. Yeah. yeah. If you were rooting for her, that's, that's true. But other than that, like she's the only major, major like likable character that perished. Because, you know? but, so, well, because they even tried to set up a, a tragic ending for John, you know, after, so after yeah. it's all said and done. So uh, are we done with the council? They, they like brand. We went into that earlier. Yeah. We get a little bit of, little bit of stuff there with the, uh, uh, Podrick's a knight now. Cause he pops in what he brings. Oh, Bran, sure. Uh, sure. Brand into the console. And, uh, there's some banter there about building the, the brothels. Yeah. And, but I think and, th- uh, that's, that's the silly jokes we were talking about. But the most important thing was, yeah. have we found Drogon yet? And they say, no, he's still right. flying East or whatever. And, and brand says, well, maybe I can find him, but, you know, so they leave that open, and that's the last you hear about that. He says, "Carry on with your business," and Sir Podrick comes in to wheel him yep. out. Yep, and that's that's pretty much it. We've already covered the uh, 
the Starks, we got an interesting shot of them all just loading up, getting dressed, and uh, picking up their weapons and, and a tracking shot from, yeah. from behind their head as they're going in the direction of leaving the wall or going to the the uh, the throne in the north and, and Arya preparing for, for uh Cool editing sale. here. And I will say this entire episode looked great. It was another great-looking episode. Yeah. And uh, the editing was very interesting with all the parallels. It was, it was uh, you know, all of them sheathing their weapons, all of them getting dressed, as you mentioned. It was really cool how they cut between all four of the Starks getting ready. Uh, but, but you said it. Uh, Sansa is the queen of the north, or queen in the north, uh, if that's how they say it. Yeah. And so she's all... Queen of yeah, the she's, North. I know, and so, but like again, like like with them yelling that out, it just uh, it's just another one of those moments where it was such fan service, and it just felt so. Yeah. I don't know. It it felt too cutesy, but you have you have Sansa sitting on her throne with her crown, Queen of the North, and then you've got Arya sailing off. What's west of Westeros? Uh, you have Bran. Obviously, we saw him doing his king stuff, and then you have John, and he he has to walk, uh, you know, walk to the boats and get get to go up to the night's watch and he passes gray worm who's going to tarth or not tarth i'm sorry uh not not yeah. or uh not yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, i thought that's interesting so well yeah and i guess daenerys is the one that that's where Masande's yeah from. daenerys is the one that elected him the head of war so i guess then yeah. you know bran wouldn't necessarily carry through with that because i'm like well, why is gray worm leaving if uh because gray worm is kind of he, he has he, well, didn't they, didn't they give the the unsullied like a, a big chunk of land? I forget. Well, they, they said all was, that, but, but I never. Yeah. He said he didn't want it, right? So it, I mean, that was just oh, okay. an offer to appease him. But but during that whole scene okay. before Bran was elected king, uh, they they said you could have all this land that you know people, no one's there anymore. But but they end up going to Noth because of Masandi, obviously, and um, Grey Worm's up on the ship with his unsullied, and he's just given. John the the stink eye as he walks yes, by. Sir. Obviously, yeah. he is not happy with how that all went down. But it was he did concede to you know to the to all the lords and he went along with it. Uh, he said you need yep. to decide who's king, and he went he went with it. Uh, but so John eventually uh, does make it to uh, the wall, and he walks in, and like we mentioned before, there's Tormund, Tormund standing at the yep. top of the stairs, and then he. Uh, not a word. Was no, spoken. it's, it's all just, exactly. It's just, it's just you get to see him, you know. Yeah. And, yeah so okay. we don't. That's why it's <laughs> left open for interpretation, as we said earlier. You don't know exactly how it all goes down, but in my mind, seeing him there, I'm like, oh my god, seriously. So are they part of the Night's Watch, and he's the Lord Commander now? But uh, really, I mean, all the Night's Watch are gone at this point, and they haven't had time to build it back up. And so you see all the wild, all the free folk are there. And uh, and then we cut to that scene, you know, and a little bit later is where you get all the editing of the Starks getting ready and everything. And as John outfits and gets ready to leave, he's he the gates are opening at the wall, and they're heading further north, and all the free folk are around him. Tormund's there. Ghost is there after that nice embrace, as you mentioned. And and that's the very last scene of the series. They they ride off all together. He watches he watches the gate close, and then uh, like we get a shot of him turning around to watch the gate close after everybody's exited Castle Black, and then uh, it's a kind of a sort of a close up of him not so not so much smiling because you know he, he's John he doesn't have a lot to smile yeah. about at the moment, but but I feel like he's content, like he's he's happy that he's going to live, you know, his life off, you know, doing, you know, in a familiar place and, and with, you know, 
I, I, I don't want to say he's. I think content's a good word. I don't know necessarily how happy he is killing another love of his life. You know, like, but, but you know, after regret. Um, but I think that he knows that he saved the world or <laughs> saved his yeah world, it's i know? mean it's a very so. somber ending it's he's not happy but obviously he doesn't he's not crying about it i i think content's a good good word he's right there in the middle he he now has purpose he can go live with the the free folk and and give them direction i mean Tormund's a great guy and he's a he's a great warrior but you know they need a leader they need a like a mance raider was and john is definitely someone that can lead them and give them direction and purpose and and john has done a lot to help them and and uh, it's a good fit for him, and it's what a lot of people predicted would happen, uh, just not the way that it went down, but it is it is what most people said they wanted to happen. So uh, he was reunited with, with Ghost and Tormund, and they went north. So... Um, and, and, I, and I was fine with that. I mean, that was the least cutesy of all the scenes, I think, other than the, you know, embrace with ghosts, the fan servicey part. But, um, you know, I, I think him riding off north, just because we all predicted it, I it, it seemed, okay, that's fine. That's That's what we thought would happen. Um, but yeah, it just, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. It's one that's going to have to sink in. Um, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say I I loved it. I mean, my immediate reaction is that of which I did not love it. I, I think the first half was solid. And, uh, and as, as I mentioned, I think it was a a very cutesy wrap up for a series that, uh, we wouldn't expect that from. Yeah. I'm I'm not happy with the ending overall, but, uh, I don't think it was a complete disaster, uh, as it will be made out to be, yeah. but um, I definitely wouldn't say I'm satisfied with it. Uh, but it is what it is. You can't, you know. I, I'm fine. I, I, I'm, I, I think I said <laughs> we joked about it afterwards, or I said gratuitous when I meant generous. I'm usually pretty generous with this kind of stuff. If I'm entertained, and I've invested this much time into it, and and that's what a lot of people's complaints are. Is I've invested ten years into this show, and this is, you know, they could have done better, and and I fully understand that. Um, but like I, I looked. I still looked forward to it every week, and and you know it's it's weird now that it's over, and uh, you know I, it's something I'll revisit. I mean, not for a while, probably. Maybe this season I'll, I'll watch it again because um, I just watched the whole series yeah. again a couple months ago. So I don't, I don't um, know. But I, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna I be hard for me to ever watch this season again. I, I was depend- and I think. I think it's hard, yeah, for you guys that, that are indifferent to it because when you watch all the good stuff, yes. knowing that the season's coming, it's it's hard to to keep going. Like I don't know what satisfaction so, I'll get out of it again. I mean, last episode I think looked great; it was great action and all that, and there there were some cool shots. Uh, but again, it was spoiled by the 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 nonsensical stuff. The you know, all of a sudden the dragon can dodge every scorpion and can take every scorpion out easily. And, uh, Arya surviving right. at the end. I mean, that ruined the stuff that I liked that looked cool and it sounded cool and it was amazing production value. But at the end of the day, they did silly stuff that, that undermined all the, the risks that they took because there were no risks in the end. It, everyone was to have a happy ending other than Danny. And I mean, I guess John, because yeah. like you said, he's not happy, but, but John also could have been killed. I mean, he gets to live with Tormund and right. the free folk, which that is where he does feel at home. And so, you know, it just, it's, it's hard because I don't think they took a lot of risks. I, I think they were really worried uh, of, I, I think, think they so were really too. worried of backlash and, you know, they've got, Oh, yeah, well that's well that's the problem though. <laughs> see, so they they did all this. I think they they gave it a happy ending to avoid backlash, and I believe that they gave they they're going to garner so much more 
if they would have taken risks, people would be unhappy. But you know what? It would have been Game of Thrones if they would have killed off main characters and made it not as happy of an ending. And I'm not saying Cersei has to win that unhappy of an ending, but I just mean if more main characters died, yeah. whatever, and it wasn't as cutesy, people might be upset for a little bit. And, oh, I was really rooting for them. But at the end of the day, you'd be like, are you going to tell me that's not Game of Thrones? Because every, you know, we really liked uh, Rob Stark, didn't we? I mean, we really thought he was going to be the yeah, king, right? For sure. I mean, we when Ned Stark, we started watching the show because we love <laughs> Ned Stark, but you know, so it's just that's Game yep. of Thrones, and uh, and I, that's that's really all I can say about it. You know, I mean, you get where I'm coming from, and it's it, it just sure. doesn't feel like Game of Thrones, and I think that's going to be the thing that's going to be the most disappointing for people, and uh, you know. They, they tried to even make it feel like Game of Thrones too. That that's where it goes back to being cutesy. Is that back at the con- the console scene the, with all the banter there, talking about the talking about the brothels and the ships yeah. and and going back and forth like the the cutesy dialogue between Bronn and Davos talking about what's important and and like yeah, I, I get it. I don't I don't want to hate it. Like I I don't like you know the 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 outrage you know where people just shoot whatever they want to say online because they can't you know like i understand the disappointment i understand the frustration with not being what it, it's they okay wanted, to not like things too i mean that that's yeah, the other is. side of the it coin is. that i found frustrating during this whole thing and i'll say you know and and, and again we don't need to go super in depth but it, one of the things yeah. i found frustrating is i've always said in there's whether it's political whether it's social whether it's just conversations about film reviews television reviews like we're talking about now i think any extreme is is not a good thing i'm not saying that you know oh if you're a really super nice person being too nice is bad not like that but i just mean people that get so super outraged i don't you know is not healthy over stuff like a tv show but also people that are like and i'm tired of well sure but on the flip side of the coin when there's valid complaints like i think i've had and a lot of people have had and other people just for example oh adjust the settings on your tv that's why you didn't like the episode you know And, and things like that just like forgiving it because you love it i mean those are rose-colored glasses that's what that term means when you love something so much that you can't admit that there's faults and you're going to just keep saying you love it and ignore those things i think that's a problem too and so we what we have to remember is that it is a tv show and uh it's been amazing but if you're not happy with this ending that's okay you can be disappointed that doesn't make you wrong that's your opinion and if you liked the show, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And that's also your opinion. You're entitled to it. But we're not enemies. Like, you don't have to hate people that didn't like it. And you don't have to hate people that liked it. We we need to be <laughs> yep. in this culture today of this, this fighting and this online war that rages between people. It's so silly because at the end of the day, this is all entertainment. We're talking about things we love. And everyone has different opinions. People aren't always going to agree. But it doesn't have to turn... Uh, into animosity just let it let it go let right. people not like what they don't like and you know and discussing is one thing but you know, again the hatred and the bashing i don't think it's good for either side so um nope. that's my main point here is that like i'm i'm 100%. i'm not really that happy with this ending and, and this episode and for the reasons that we already went into and i'm dissatisfied with it um am i gonna say screw game of thrones i hate it forever like no it's been a great ride <laughs> it's been a great six plus it seasons has. and it was a great show um am i happy with how it ended no but i'm not going to curse it and burn all my 
Blu-rays and my pop figures of Game of Thrones. I mean, it is. I'm going to sell them, <laughs> but I'm not going to burn them. Yeah, I will take some of those Game of Thrones ones. So if you want to give I, them to me, on the so seat. yeah, that's that's just that's what I have to say. So remember that as you go out into the world, and people are going to have different opinions, but that's okay. Discussing it's okay too, but yep. uh, there's no need to hate each other for our different opinions. Uh, you feel how you feel. And uh, I'm going to let this one sink in because, again, there's a lot of disappointment, but I'm going to go back and I'll watch it again and I want to think about it and really see what they were doing. And, you know, maybe I'll be able to find a little more credit in the cutesy way they ended things. But I think it's going to be one of those, you know, it's this reminds me, it's hard not to compare it to Lost, but I was a diehard Lost fan and I had all these grand. I I know you are. I I (laughs) I had all these grand plans to buy it on Blu-ray and watch the series over. I have not watched one episode of Lost since the finale. Not one. I just maybe we I just should revisit that. Let's do a show I just spoilers can't for Lost. Do it because it, it ended. It, it gave me such a bad taste. And the, but you might change your mind, right? Well, you never know. And that's why I put, I put time between it, yeah. right? So so that's why <laughs> sure. I, you know. But I would love to watch yeah, that again. Well, that's a possibility. It. So with this show, that's one of those things sure. where you know I I recently went back and watched five and six. And seven. I just finished seven too. So I went back and watched five through seven as this season was going on. And um, I'm not sure how quickly I'll revisit things just because I know the way it's all going to wrap sure. up like this. It's not as satisfying when, when any show ends the way you don't like it. It's, it's kind of hard to go back and watch knowing sure. that you're just going to get to an, um, an unsatisfying conclusion. So again, I don't know how quickly I'll go back and watch this one, but I will continue reading the books and I've still got the, uh, prequel book about the Targaryens. I haven't finished that yet. Uh, yep. that George put out last year. It's a really fascinating book. If you want to learn more about the Targaryens. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. That's game of Thrones. There it is. So, uh, game of Thrones <laughs> season eight and the series. I, uh, I posted on Facebook just to try to get some reactions of some of my friends and the, the negative out, vastly outweigh the positive. <laughs> like I have just on a rough count, seven people who are completely disappointed by it, calling it garbage, showing gifts of people throwing garbage. I see you, uh. Troy and Spa. <laughs> and, uh, but there's a couple like my friend Marchin who said, I like the ending characters seem to have ended up in the roles they were best suited for them, regardless of how anybody felt about it. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it looks like it's really divisive. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. And I think that's yeah. exactly what we <laughs> predicted. So uh, give us your opinions, though. Write to us. Uh, we, there will be another episode after this one around uh, Game of Thrones. I'm not sure exactly when, but uh, I think we need to do a Ooh. series wrap-up. And uh, as I teased last episode, I would like to have some special guests on the show to, to give us their thoughts. So okay. uh, more to come. Don't worry. Game of Thrones isn't over. But uh, let it sink in. Well, well, it is. Not for you. But yeah, not, not for, for you. Yeah, yeah, the show's over. <laughs> I'm saying our discussion lives on, and uh, there's there's still plenty to discuss, and, and uh, let's let's wrap up the entire series and see uh, if, if we cannot figure this thing out. So, uh, But for now, that's it. So uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for following us all season. We appreciate it, and uh, for everyone's interacting on social media and sent us messages and comments and everything. Thank you for that. Uh, and we look forward to doing it on future episodes and future shows. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and, uh, it's been a lot of ups and downs this season. That's for sure. But, uh, anyway, uh, feel free to still follow us, send us messages, tweet at us, whatever you want to do. We're still here and we're still talking game of Thrones. So on Twitter at all the spoilers, and you can email us the show spoilers at gmail.com. You can follow me at Kevin R bracket and Brad, where can I find you? 
I'm on Twitter at Heineken, H-E-Y-E-N-I-K-I-N, or on Facebook in the Real Spoilers League of Show Sharers. Until next time, folks, thank you for, for following us on this journey, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. Thanks, guys.